Okay, so this is Patrick Argyro, a.k.a. Cousin Pat, here with Jorgen DeCastro. And I accidentally been talking to him for about 10 minutes without recording. So, whoopsie. But uh, we were talking a little bit about where he grew up. And you were saying that you grew up in uh, uh, the town of St. Vincent. In a little, uh, so tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, there's an island. St. is an island, small island in, in Cape Verde. Uh, but I born in St. Vincent and I grew up. Uh, me uh, and two sisters and my mother. Okay, and, uh, okay. Beautiful place. Do you do you miss it sometimes? No, I'm actually I'm, I'm going back there in, in December to visit my. I have a sister there and a couple of friends. Okay, so okay. I've been out there since two thousand. Okay, and I was saying before, before earlier that I thought you, did, I thought you did, I thought you won that fight against Greg Hardy, but you said you move on. It is what it is. The judges do what they do, and you just, uh, you just move on, right? Yes, uh, that's what I do in life, man. Everything I, I don't, I don't get a hold on, on things too much. Uh, I like to, to enjoy the moment and and take the good, the good side of everything. Sometimes we got a bad situation, and I, I always try to move on. I don't like to get a hold on things too much. Yeah, that's no good for you. Right, and and so when you debuted in 2019, were you just like on the top of the world? Did you just feel like, like how did that make you feel? You just you got into the UFC, like you were in the you you were in the show. Yeah, that 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 was. One. One of the the great moment in my life, besides my my daughter's moment, <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you have to say that, uh, but I would think that your daughter, yeah, I would hope that ranks a little bit higher. That's, and, that's uh, the rank level. Yeah, but that yeah. Was, that that was a, a great solidification that I, I, I and I like a life dream coming through. And and you beat a, a really good a good opponent in Tafa. Uh, he's a he's a pretty he's a solid guy. He's good. He's solid. He's young. He's only twenty. He he got a future. Yeah, for sure. He's really good. Yeah, and um, yeah. So I, I I love the sport, and uh, I think those who can't do like so I can't fight. Uh, so I enjoy watching it and it's just to me it's like a beautiful it's a mixture of brutality and art that's how I call it uh, when you see when you see some some of these you know uh, when you see some of these people just doing some of these amazing things you must you must be in awe of some some of your co-workers right it's just yeah I, I like it I, I feel like I, it's an art it's a beautiful art People think that there's most uh, uh, blood and and, uh, and it's doing that thing, but that's art. You have to have skills. You have to. You have to. If you see two skills guys fighting, is is beautiful. It's beautiful to watch, and I, I love it. Yeah, I I can't imagine uh, what that would be like. And you know what I love also as a guy growing up and not that big of a guy. When you see, um, and I'm so bad with names because I have, I do have like a little bit of a TBI thing, and that's one of the things uh, 
that I, I'm going through is uh, my thing is uh, went through some tough times. I just lost my dad to COVID and decided this is what I want to do with my life. And I want to talk to people and, and find out you know, what drives them. And so please, to the gentleman whose name I forgot, the the former champion who uh, – uh, a smaller guy. He lost, but then he called out. Uh, he called out some agent that was uh, Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz called out this guy who's got a hundred pounds on him because he knows he'll whip his ass, and that's what I think is just so amazing. It's like this guy <laughs> is like my height, my size, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll fight you. I'll fight you," and it's just like the confidence. It's just like, <laughs> wow, you know. So anyway, so yeah, what? That, that's, what's that? I see. That's 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 the funny thing about mixed martial arts. It builds you confident and and, uh, and get you ready for anything. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, what got you into mixed martial arts? Did you start off as a kid, or later on in life? I know you've only been doing mixed martial arts for about four years. No. Oh, go on. I'm sorry. Uh, I was doing I was doing box first. Oh, no problem. Uh, I start to get in shape just just to see it. Like I say, I wanna I wanna learn something to get know how to defend myself and, and, and get in shape. Uh, and I end up falling in love for like six months later. I was fighting already. I was I was doing kickbox matches and, and box. Yeah. I was I used to live in Portugal. Then I moved down. I moved down here in America 2012, December 2012. Six months later, I was I was fighting too. So I get right into it. By today, I can't explain. I can, I can fight. And and how is it? Uh, how 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 is that uh, that uh, the tough the the Ultimate Fighter? Because you were on the show, right? I went to the Contender Series. Yeah. yeah. Contender Series. And, uh, and And what's that like? I missed it. I missed it. Well, what's that like? What's that whole process? Oh, yeah, the contender like? series. That, that contender series was was uh, very emotional. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. That's tense. Uh, they they match you up with another top guys from 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 US or, or, or around the world, and and basically you guys have a, a job interview. Uh, really. Whoever presents. Yes, that's like a job interview. Rather, win impressive to to impress uh, Dana White. So it went well for me, but it was very tense and it was that's a right, lot you of pressure. On the on me. That's right. You won the contender series. That's right. You won the contender series. My bad. I'm sorry. So tell me, like, so walk me through, <laughs> walk me through, uh, like a typical day, typical day for you. Um, typical day for you in training, or just what you, what you know, what you go through every day to get ready. Uh, yeah, uh, wake up. I wake up in the morning, drop my daughter in the school, uh, back to work. I still working, working school system. Uh, then oh. I worked uh, seven, seven, seven to two forty-five. Then get home, get a little snack, go to stretching condition. I got stretching condition three, three to five. Then extreme condition. Then I go to jujitsu. Monday and Wednesday is jujitsu and MMA practice. And Tuesday and Thursday we have K1 
kickbox and, and sparring. So basically my days, I wake up at six, single day, Monday to Friday. Oh, so you and wake sparring, up. Sparring Saturdays morning, and I take Sunday off. You take Sunday off, right? Yes. Okay, so, so, so what's your, so what's the ultimate goal? Like, what, what's the ultimate goal? Is it to become the heavyweight champ, or uh, is it just to keep learning, or do you have short-term goals, long-term goals? What, what are your goals? Yeah, my, I, will, I always tell people, everybody fight for different reasons. Uh, I care of my family. So no matter how long, my goal is to take care of my family. If you have to be a if if be a champ, you're gonna give me uh, more resource to take care of my family. So then, yes. If if not, as long as I can keep making money, take care of my family, uh, buy a house, send my daughter to college, and make my wife happy, that that's my goal. Well, that's, that's the main you... one, the wife thing, right? That's, <laughs> that's the main one. Very, it doesn't very... matter. It doesn't matter if you're from America or from any other country, but that's the key one. The wife. Keep the wife happy. Very important. <laughs> I'm divorced myself, so I failed at that mission. But but that's that is the that is the key. So so who are some of your favorites? Uh no go on. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Fighter? Yeah, fighters. So uh, I said no failure, but it just is a learning process. Yes, thank thank you for that. It's a, <laughs> a learning moment. It wasn't a failure. It was a, a an ability uh, to learn, uh, a, an opportunity to grow. How's that? Yes. How's that? That's good. That's good. Exactly. So, Europe, you're, you're. Let me ask you this, because this this. Uh, I'm like a little boy, right? So I'm like a little boy. I'm a man, but I'm a boy. So I always like. These things are so cool to me. Like, these things are cool to me. Talking to you, I'd rather talk to you than Tom Cruise, to be quite honest with you. Uh, unless, no, seriously, unless you were on the cast of The Sopranos, I don't really care because that was my favorite show. I saw, unless you were on the cast of The Sopranos, I've seen a lot of celebrities in New York. Uh, and I go, oh, that's cool. I saw Danny Glover. I've seen a lot of people. But I saw someone from The Sopranos. I went crazy. I was like a little girl. But... Um, do people, you're a big guy. I mean, you're a, like, what are you, six, six, one, two sixty. Okay. So I'm guessing this doesn't happen too often, but do, have there ever been any situations where people don't know who you are and they're like, you know, I, cause I've heard of UFC fighters, professional fighters who people don't realize who they are and they're starting fights with them. Have you ever had a situation where somebody's like testing you or trying you and you're like, Hey man, like this isn't a good idea. No man, I'm, I'm I'm always a cool dude too, and I live in a small city right here for even so everybody know me from gas station to Walmart to to stop and shop. So I'm, I'm I'm good. I never and and also I'm always avoiding situation that that I don't go to bars, I don't go to nightclubs, I don't I don't really go out. So my life is is home, gym, uh, work. Uh, I do I will probably walk away. I don't I don't. I don't get any confrontation. Oh, I barely get any those. That's good. That's good. So you said when I was talking to you on Twitter that you were an open book and I could ask you anything. Uh, and of course, I will only ask you with respect because uh, I'm afraid of you. And you're just an airplane ride away. It's not like you can't just hop on an airplane, knock on my door, 
and then beat the crap out of me. So, um, what what diversities or what 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 issues have you had that you think was there ever a time that you thought this dream of mine of being a UFC fighter is not going to work out or this isn't the way I should go or has there ever been any diversity or any type of loss in your life or trauma that maybe you know affected you mentally yeah there's there's a lot of moments I was when I first came here I was working two three jobs and uh, really no time to train um I didn't have my, my, my paperwork in order, so my, my, I was illegal. Uh, there was a lot of moments that I, I mean, I'm not going to make it, never going to make it. It's not for me. Uh, but there's always something inside me that keeps saying, you, you got to do it, man. You're, you're different. You got to keep pushing. Uh, if, if, if you stay consistent, then one day going to happen. That's what I did. I, I, I focus on things that I can control, which was working hard and get my things straight. And 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 I never really see up there. So I keep going small steps. And less I know, things happen. You know, and that's a really good lesson because I used to be a guy who was going up here, like right away. Like I wanted to skip all this and go right here. And now I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. Like it doesn't work. And uh, you wind up actually failing. You got to take those little steps to get to the bigger step. Exactly. But you know, that, worked... that's the problem with a lot of people. So say, 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 keep saying. No, no, I'm saying it works for some people. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Were you talking? No, it works for some people. Like uh, it seemed to work for Conor McGregor, but. Uh, but I, I think you know that's maybe just a fluke, or or something. Yeah, I I don't I don't believe in in reaching right. I got it. We got to dream high. We got to reach for the top. But there's still a couple. Of, I, I like to tell everybody who train with me and people around me. There are a couple boxes that we have to check till we get to where we gotta go. So we there's there's stay consistent. They train hard. They they to be a good people. Uh, I, I like to check a couple boxes. There's a keep tell all the kids that train with me. I say before you guys get to the UFC or be, before you get to where you want to be, there's a couple boxes that I'm gonna keep checking in the in your way up. So where you training right now? And you're in Massachusetts, is that? Yes. So you're so you're where you yes. train? Fall River, Mass. Yeah. Okay. So where you're training, there's other fighters, and you're, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but are you sort of like a mentor or to the younger people, like where they look up to you because you made it and you kind of just give advice and, you know, let them know like, hey, this is, you know, this is what you should do and not do and try to avoid these pitfalls and things like that? Yes, there's, there's always, not not just in my gym, but in general. I, I, I come from a place that odds was all against me i born in caveat a small country uh, nobody even know caveat a lot of the kids doesn't even know caveat then i came here i live in forever uh, it's another small city uh and i made it to the ufc so they, they see me fighting espn and they see me next day here uh walk around and and uh, and they always ask me for opinion i don't really like to 
give people the there's no blueprint for 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 make it to UFC. But I will tell what I work for me. That's what my that's what I, I I always advise kids. I will tell them what it work for me. But we all have our own. But I always try to, in general, let them know they should be they should be working hard. They should be stay stay humble don't be too cocky those those general things but i don't really give you the look to get to ufc yeah and you know what's interesting is this isn't my podcast isn't a an mma podcast but i have like the next four or five guests happen to all be mma people and uh so it's just it's just you guys are really cool and really just available uh to like and open to like speaking about these things and and, and a lot of you guys, you train really hard to get where you are. And you know who I like? And a lot of people, they, it's not that they dislike him, but I like Kamar Usman. Because he sounds like you in the sense of he he always mentions, I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this for my daughter. And a lot of people, he's not very flashy. He doesn't talk a lot of trash. He's not you know i guess conor mcgregor or something like that and and i love all these guys and i hope eventually i talk to all of them but i really like him he's like he sounds a lot like you where he's like i'm doing this for my family and that that's really it you know i'm doing this for my family and that's what his goals are he's very good guy too humble like you say come for, for a very humble family and like you say he's good for his daughter take care of his daughter I, I, I love I love him and, and I always I, I admire people like him uh, and a very good fighter too. Yeah, incredible fighter, incredible very fighter. Good. Let me <laughs> ask you, let me ask you this: um, What are your thoughts on? Um, I, I, I don't want to put anyone on the spot because, but when you watch a video like Diego Sanchez getting punched in the head upside down. Now, as a guy who's never, I mean, I did like Taekwondo when I was 12 and then I got a, a D and my mom took me out of it. She's like, you're not doing good in school. So she took me out of it. But when you see a video like that, is there any benefit to getting punched in the face upside down? Like, does that build muscle in the, head it just seems like a way to hurt yourself yeah i don't i don't i don't really diego sanchez is a legend we do this forever putting a great show but i don't think he he really was in the right mind him or his coach because uh, i don't think there's no diego sanchez and i'm a fan of him since this long time ago so i'm but, a fan uh, of his too it is what it is i i'm i mean yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm actually happy he's not his coach anymore. So I, I hope I hope he he find the right one because he's he's a legend. You know, sometimes I'm an open book, and I'm going to be doing a podcast with this beautiful young lady named Jill Nicolini in July, and I'm going to just be as very open as I can. But I've had my issues. We all have, and I think what happened here is. You saw a guy going through something just with cameras on him all the time. And that's not really fair, but it is what it is. But luckily, I think enough people 
got to him to say, this is not good. Yes. Um, get away from this guy. Hopefully he takes some time and can just like re reframe his uh, thinking. And is he retired or or is he going to retire? I, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent up on his career. Uh, he, I know he, know he had another fight on his contract, uh, so I don't know how they're gonna do it. But I, I I'm pretty sure now that he's not with his former coach anymore. I'm pretty okay. sure UFC gonna bring him back and give him another fight the, the way he deserves it because he's a legend. He's a Hall of Fame. Uh, he deserves another fight to go to go on top. Do you follow baseball? No. <laughs> okay, I don't. I don't follow baseball either. But who he reminds me of? There's a Hall of Famer. I believe he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, called Don Mattingly. He plays. He played for the Yankees, and now he's a coach for the Dodgers or somebody. I can't remember. But he he was like one of the best players to never win a championship. Or Patrick Ewing of the Knicks. He he reminds you of those guys, like really good, but just never got that yes. gold. Um, you can almost say like a Chael Sonnen, uh, who never really made, never got that gold. Yeah, Nate Diaz, Uriah Faber, all those guys really good, never really got it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I once saw. Um, I was living in. Uh, I was living in South Florida. I don't want to give his his. Uh, I don't want to give his props away. Or whatever. I saw Bigfoot Silva walking into a Publix, and I wanted to go up to him, but I was like, you know what? Nah. He. he I mean, that's a big. That is a big guy. Uh, Bigfoot Silva. You know what I'm talking about? He's a big dude. He, his hands. He's a four extra large. They make special gloves for him. Yeah, he was just, he was in Publix, he was getting a six-pack, and I just said, you know what, I'll just leave him be. This was a couple years ago, I, I didn't really have a format back then, I was kind of, I'm a former stand-up comic, and uh, yeah, yeah and, I, and look, I've been through diversity like the rest of them, uh, like the rest of you, uh, uh, a little bit different, and I failed a lot, uh, I've tried out for like, uh, the Apprentice, I failed. I tried out for Last Comic Standing, I failed. America's Got Talent, I failed. My favorite, my favorite show was. Do you remember Showtime at the Apollo? It would come on after Saturday Night Live yeah. with the dance. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't make that. That one I wanted to make because I <laughs> loved that show. But you move on, right? You 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 take these lessons and you just move on. Yeah, keep trying, my friend. Never stop. Whatever you put exactly. your mind on. You, you fail, keep going, keep trying. You know, I, I watched a, I watched a really great uh, speech by Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, he was giving a, a, a commencement speech at a, at a college, and he was telling these kids that you just never give up, and and he was saying how he worked he worked out five hours a day. Then he would work as a carpenter, I believe, something like that. He would do some other stuff. He'd go to acting lessons. He'd go to voice lessons. And then he'd sleep. 
Hey, wake up at six, go to bed at 12. Wake up at six, go to bed at 12. And somebody said, somebody in the audience said something and he goes, because I can't sleep six hours. And he goes, then sleep faster. You know, like, it was kind of funny. Like, hey, this is what you want to do. Because while you're sleeping, somebody else is working hard. You know, while you're, well, while, while you're in training camp, uh, your opponent, he might be, he might be out, he might be out jogging. Well, if you're sleeping, I'm saying, you know what I'm trying to say. So there's always somebody who's who's yeah. hungry, hungrier than you are, and uh, you just gotta. And, keep... and to... What do you think about? What are your thoughts? <laughs> what are your thoughts on Conor McGregor? Uh, he's entertaining, man. He he definitely have skills, man. The guy was two-time champion. A lot of skills, but he only, but he also understands. It's about it's about sales. It's about it's about what people see, and, and he understands it. And he he made most of it like super rich. You know, he's the most well paid. Like I think the most uh, he's the number one athlete in, in the world. Make more money. He make more money than Cristiano Ronaldo and and, and LeBron James. So so he understands the game. He have the skills to do it. He understands the game, and, and, and he's making the most of it. You you, you can't hate on him. He's, mm-hmm. The guy is smart. Everybody will hate on him. Jealous? Yeah, he may. So, yes, you can hate on him. Especially, especially he do he, he did so many things for, for... Because of him, we make more money. It's, it's because of Connor. Connor brings their all, their all... So, you, you can't hate on him. You know, he would he would make fun of people. He say, "You're getting paid because of me," when they fight him. But it's true. Like it is true. It's true. He's the one who bring the numbers. He's the one who's gonna bring the, the, the. Do you know? I wish I knew how to start a fight. Numbers, so. Yeah, he's the one who brings the numbers. <laughs> yes, yes, he's the one who bring the numbers. You know, I wish I knew how to start a fight with Jake Paul. Like, <laughs> I would let Jake Paul kick my ass for a million dollars. Like, you know who Jake Paul is, right? He's another one. They 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 they, they, they make money. Both of them, Logan Paul and Jake Paul, they 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 bring the numbers. People, you can talk whatever you want. If I had a chance to fight one of them and make the money that they offer, why? It's, it's a no-brainer. I do this for money. We are fighters. We need money. We fight for money. 